When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Zane from One Direction. I like that voice. It's got a nice sound. Yeah, new songs just sort of meh for me, but uh, reason why I wanted to play some Zane is because he just told the Grammy Awards to fuck themselves. Oh, he did, eh? <laughs> Another one. We got Abel from the weekend, and we now we got Zane saying F you Grammys? Uh, he didn't say, he said fuck the Grammys, not fuck you Grammys, oh. but essentially the same thing. Um, Man, they're pissing people off. The difference is The Weeknd made one of the greatest albums in the last couple of years and didn't get a nomination at the Grammys. And then there's Zayn. I don't, I Who came not, out with this, this one? Came out with this song and it's just like, it's okay, but it's no like Dust Till Dawn or Pillow Talk or... Um, right. It's not getting a lot of radio play. Like, no. People aren't... Unless you're like a diehard One Directioner, I don't think many people are paying attention to uh, that song. Remember this one, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was a good one from the Fifty Shades Darker soundtrack. Was this the one where you were like, it sounds like somebody's grabbing his balls? I don't, I don't remember that, but yeah, it does sound like that a little bit. I like this. Um, that was a good one. Um, all, what, what's funny though, the funniest part of this is that uh, even though, because like Zane, I'll, I'll read what he tweeted. He wrote, fuck the Grammys and everyone associated. Unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year, I'll send you a basket of confectionery. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is like a, what, a UK term for like just a gift cheese basket? and stuff? I don't know. Um, that's interesting because I know like to win an Oscar, or sorry, to get nominated for an Oscar, you're supposed to campaign. Yeah. And, and I think that's AKA send boxes of confectionery. But, <laughs> but what's the best part of this whole thing is that Zayn's new album was never eligible for the Grammys. <laughs> Why not? Came out too late. Oh, shit. So he's ripping on the Grammys. He's like, fuck you. You guys suck. Burning bridges. Burning bridges. (laughs) And the truth is, he wasn't even eligible. The album came out like five months after the cutoff. Mm, Fuck. Yeah. So chances are uh, his latest album, Nobody's Listening, 
which came out in January, which was literally five months after eligibility ended. It won't be in consideration for next year because he just told them to go screw themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if he knew it at the time, but he did uh, post a follow-up tweet. And so this is like the guy who's probably trying to save face a little bit. Yeah. And then he wrote, my tweet was not personal or about eligibility, but was about the need for inclusion and the lack of transparency of the nomination process. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, how does it work? Is there Uh, like a panel? Yeah, there's a panel of people who uh, get to vote, just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has a panel of people they ask to vote on who should get in, Mm -hmm. just like the Academy, which is a group of people that have been asked to weigh in on their favorite movies and favorite actors. Just like the Golden Globes is, they're all nominated by the Hollywood Foreign Press, a group of people in the media who get the right to vote on this stuff. Yeah. So if you don't like how, who's been uh, nominated, and don't get me wrong, I think the system's clearly flawed if you got a guy like The Weeknd not getting any nominations. Yep, totally. But- you know, it's uh, you got to just send out ballots to cooler people, less uh, you know uppity. Uh, you know, <laughs> stiffs. I like stiffs. to call them stiffs. Stiffs. You in may the have industry. to make sure that you have like a diverse panel of people who are voting, and I don't know how it works, but it's got to be diverse, and so you get a lot of different backgrounds and people that listen to different kinds of music. I bet you it's all one type of person. Old white guys. Yeah. You know? Or what? Yeah, whatever. It's just That's like, what I picture. <laughs> or just old people. Oldies. Who aren't very cool anymore. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to remember, like, we're, we're, you know, victims of this sometimes, too, through the rating systems that we have in radio, is you have to, it's, it's, it's a panel of people who, you know, they keep track of and what they're doing. You also have to realize people have to agree to be a part of the process. Uh-huh. So... You know, we can say, ah, there's got to be cooler people that agree to take part in this. But maybe you go to those people and you're like, you're pretty cool. I'd like you to take part. And they're like, fuck that. Yeah, I don't have time for that. Maybe they're saying no. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, just like uh, with the radio ratings, maybe people are getting called and asked to take part. And they're like, nah, I don't want to do that. And, you know, maybe Zane didn't know he wasn't eligible this year. But I think he could be also angry about getting snubbed year after year when he puts out new albums. Mm-hmm. Like he's had, I think, three solo albums and he's only ever ever had one nomination, but it wasn't for one of his own songs. It was for that song I was just playing, I Don't Want to Live Forever, which Taylor Swift played a role on. Okay. And it was from the Fifty Shades Darker soundtrack and they ended up losing it. One Direction, uh, how many nominations do you think they got as a band? Uh, one? Zero, zero. Zero. Never nominated for a Grammy. Wow. So he he was probably carrying some of that baggage. Uh, Harry Styles, on the other hand, nominated for three Grammys on Sunday and will be performing at Sunday's Awards. Ooh, that's you know, got to yeah, sting. But then again, Harry Styles had several radio hits off this record. Yes. Zane, like Zane's songs aren't being played on the radio. I haven't heard yeah. a song from Zane in years, like on the radio. I honestly thought, like, when I first heard Pillow Talk, that I was like, okay, Zane, Zane's going to be the standout, like, Justin Timberlake of the band yeah. that is going to have the most successful solo career. I mean, I'd hoped it was going to be Harry Styles because I kind of like Harry. Mm-hmm. But then Harry was sort of, uh, he was coming out with some interesting, more rock based stuff. So I thought, oh, okay. But now, I mean, the two standouts, Harry Styles and Niall Horan. Those are the two that are doing the best by far. Yeah. And I really thought that it was going to be Zayn, but he's got to pick better songwriters or write better songs himself or 
have a better team around him. He certainly has the talent. Like, I really like the sound of his voice. Yeah, a great voice. But if you listen to that first record, the one with Pillow Talk on it, like that album from top to bottom, like you can listen to it top to bottom. Although, like every song wasn't can a you? single. Yeah, it's it's. A did gr- you did you listen to that one? Top I, to I like that record. Great song. Yeah. I, yeah. I love this song too. We don't get to play that version. Ow, I didn't know he swore there. Yeah. But like all the songs on this record have a very distinct sound to them. Mm. Whereas everything he's doing now sounds like I've heard it from someone else before yes. like, where, where his voice sounded so cool and unique on this style of production of music it doesn't have that anymore That and Harry Styles has that with his new record it sounds very distinct you don't it hear really anything, does you don't hear anything else that sounds like Harry Styles right now so how many songwriters do you think are on this song? on this song? yeah uh, probably a few yeah five, five. Okay. Zane wow one two three four others uh, I mean you never really know I wish when they list things like songwriters, they showed you uh, they they were required to put a percentage of how much the song they wrote, because there's lots of artists who, when they make deals with these songwriters, or if they tweak one word here or there, mm-hmm. or, or throw a mm-mm-mm, they get like you know on the credits. And so I'd be I'd be curious to see like did Zayn have really anything to do with that song, or was it mostly his, and then everybody else just tweaked a little bit? That's what always interests me. I would love to see like an actual breakdown of like yeah. uh, every single lyrics, every single word, who came up with what melody yeah. is, you know, the the notation, the key of the song. I would love to see all that. That yeah. would be very That's interesting. interesting. It's not the same in acting. It's reminding me of uh, a scene I was doing in RoboCop where they told me just to freestyle, you know, improvise. And one of the extras that was standing close to me leaned over and said, writer's credit. And I was like, writer's credit? What? Because like, he's like, you're writing your own lines right now, writer's credit. So I just casually brought it up to my agent who laughed it off. And she's like, you didn't ask for writer's credit, did you? Because you would have got thrown off the set that day. Oh, yeah. You know, that's like a, a crazy thing It's to almost ask. like somebody in a union's like, you shouldn't, you should get paid for that. Yeah. And then they were like, wanted you to go down and tow that line, probably so they could steal your role. They probably were next up. I think the guy <laughs> just didn't uh, know. Maybe, or maybe he's been uh, on a set before where that happened, but, you know. Yeah, it's definitely not like that with music. <laughs> with music, it's like you, you can you can come to like a, I don't know, a gentleman's agreement with whoever you're working on, and you might just say, let's split it 50-50, you know, mm. how, however it comes down. Or you might go like, I pretty much wrote everything here, and you added like one part that was different. So maybe you come up with a percentage. You get 10%, I keep 90, 25, 75, whatever. But, That's super awkward, yeah. that conversation. And what if you have an artist that does all the lyrics and then somebody else does all the music? Is that 50-50 or is that like... Probably should be. If Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Most bands that have long-term success usually make an agreement that they're all songwriters on the songs. Like if you uh, mm-hmm. look at U2, they've been around for what, 35 years or longer maybe? Yeah. 
every single member in that band is listed as a songwriter That's on great. every single song. Tragically hip too, right? And Did they do that as well? Yeah, everyone got equal. That's why they said they had the longevity that they had. Well, because otherwise, then people start getting bitter about, you know, one person's making all the money and everybody mm-hmm. else just makes the money off the touring side of things. And then you've got uh, people in recording sessions who don't give an F as much. You know, if your drummer cares as much as your lead singer and as much as your bass player because they're all getting equal pay. Yeah. Now you're getting 100% out of everybody in those sessions, right? And it helps with a partnership for sure. Um, guess how many of the same songwriters were on the newest song from Zayn versus Pillow Talk? So you got Pillow Talk. There were five, including Zayn. On Vibes, uh, there was uh, five, including Zayn. How many of the others were the same, do you think? Other than Zayn, I would say everybody on that track is different. Yeah, you're right. And that's the thing that I never really understand about music, is like why these people, when they strike gold with a team, why they don't stay together. You know, like why d- did Katy Perry not make a record with every single songwriter that was on uh, whatever uh, Teenage Dream or right? You know, uh, I mean, because the times change, sounds change, what's popular on radio or in the mainstream kind of changes, and also as an artist, you're growing and you want to experiment yeah. with different things, right? So you might have heard a record by a band or an artist you really like and it had these songwriters and these producers on it and you're in that vibe right now you want to write music like that so you want to hook up with these people but just because it's what you like doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be what's best for your voice or best for your brand you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I've experimented with all different kinds of things like I like to make hip-hop beats and stuff like that but I'm not a hit like I know that I could never sell a hip-hop song Truly, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I'm not going to put something out with my name on it unless I got the a killer, you know, hip hop artist singing the lines where I can make the beat. Sure, but like it's it's not the same as me putting walk waves on it, like my kind of group, and it's a hip hop song with my brother singing or me singing. It's not the right. same. Yeah. Um... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, I was thinking about The weekend, who was just nominated for a ton of Juno Awards. So, mm-hmm. like, The weekend flat out said he wouldn't perform at the Grammys. He was pissed at them. Zero nominations. He had written that amazing album. Yep. In fact, his song, Blinding Lights, just became the first song ever to stay in the top ten for an entire year. No other song in the history of music has stayed in the top ten for 52 consecutive weeks uh, until that song came around. So what? it's That's... just like, it's amazing what he's done. Yeah. And uh, the fact that he got no n- nominations was a joke and he's not going to perform and all that. I wonder if he will perform at the Judo Awards. <laughs> or Because The weekend doesn't strike me as the type of guy, and I don't know him, you know, Abel, whatever. I, I don't know him well enough to really know, but... He doesn't strike me as the type of guy who would want to perform at the Juno Awards. The Junos, it's funny. Uh, stars get to a certain level, unless they're doing some sort of Lifetime Achievement Award, yeah. where they don't show up anymore. I mean, Drake hosted the Junos one year. Yeah, he hosted and he lost for best rap album <laughs> that year to Shad. That, to me, is still the to biggest who? joke. Shad, yeah, exactly. What year was this? Oh this was, God. Uh, oh his, God. His, like, debut album? One of his, like, I think it was the second, maybe his second album, but it was a 
monster song. Like he was blowing up all over the world. I thought he did a great job hosting too. He, he was fun as a host. Yeah. You know, he he can carry himself through all those situations. I mean, he's hosted Saturday Night Live. He's a funny, yeah. charismatic guy. And he lost best rap album to Shad. And he was the host. Uh-huh. He was there when it happened. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I don't know if. That was uh, 2011? Okay, so 2011 would have been. Like headlines and over. That, in that would have been take care. That would have been. Yeah, yeah. So it, that would have been he the was motto. Big enough. Yeah, the Rihanna. No, not the motto. Care. Really? Yeah, the motto was on that. Take care. The one with uh, Crew Love was on that. Hell yeah, fucking right was on that. Anyway, it was embarrassing. It was just a typical, like, you got the wrong panel of people judging. Wow. You know, it's like uh, all the people that are into Rufus Wainwright who are like, <laughs> well, we can't have Drake win. It's got to be our bud Shad or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll be curious to see if The weekend does perform at the Junos. It would be a great little, yeah, see what happens when I get nominated? I come to your damn show yeah. and play. You know, there are, all these awards shows are always wrong until you win an award. And then they're, yeah, they were right, you know? Everyone yeah. kind of backpedals when they win. Drake is Drake is I think notoriously skipped the Grammys, hasn't he? Because he thinks that it's a bit of a bullshit organization. Yes, I feel like Justin Bieber did the same thing. Like, did he? Well, I think Justin Bieber's big thing was uh, he kept uh, he was upset at some of the categories they would put him in. Oh yeah, like they would put him in all like the pop stuff, and he really wanted to be more like R and B and whatever it was. Yep. Um, you know, there's another artist out there that's kind of upset with everybody because she doesn't think that she's being taken seriously enough, and that's Selena Gomez. Uh, she says she's going to retire from music if people don't start taking her seriously. What, Are people like, not taking her seriously? Like, yeah, what? do you not have millions of followers and plays on all your songs? Like, what does that mean, taken seriously? She was one of the most followed person on Instagram up until not long ago, mm-hmm. I felt like. Totally. Um, I'll tell you what she said here. Uh, she did an interview with Vogue, and she says, It's hard to keep doing music when people don't necessarily take you seriously. I've had moments where I've been like, what's the point? Why do I keep doing this? Hmm. Lose You to Love Me, I felt was the best song I've ever re- released, and... For some people, it still wasn't enough. I think the next time I do an album, it'll be different. I want to give it one last try before I may retire music or maybe retire music. Wow. Yeah. I mean, um, Lose Me to Love You was a good song for her, and it did have some momentum behind it. I remember that. But I also thought she's a pretty good actress. I mean, she has all that experience from her Disney stuff. Yeah. She was great in Spring Breakers. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm blanking on her TV show that she had. Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. Was it? She was great in that. Mm, she's a great actress. And this was a good song. Love me. To love, love, to love, love, to love you. I guess she wanted a Grammy nom. I don't know. Uh, we've previewed some stuff that she came out with recently. It didn't feel like it. She just put out like a mostly all Spanish album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard any like I mean that song was good it's all but it's not my cup of tea mm. but it was it was a well written song but I haven't heard anything recently from her that was genius and most of the big songs that she had were they not with like fucking DJs and shit like Yeah like I th- I think there needs to be a lot of pieces of the puzzle I don't know if her voice is strong enough just to carry a song like mm. you know Adele could sing a shitty song and it would still sound good cuz it's Adele Yeah 
This is uh, one of the new ones from Selena Gomez. That's not her there, but... Yeah, she, she just strikes me as one of those artists where they, it's got to be an amazing song. Yeah. She doesn't have like Like you said Like an Adele Or like a Christina no. Aguilera One of those voices That's going crazy Yeah It's just got a nice tone Not bad But I mean look I'll give you an example Like even Sia right now Can't put out An amazing hit song Yeah And she's got an amazing voice Like there's so many pieces Of the puzzle That have to come together mm-hmm. You know how many songs Sia's put out In the last like What four years That have just Come and gone. Every time you see Sia in the new music folder on Friday, you get excited. You think maybe this is going to be the one. And it never is. Didn't we just have one like we a did. week ago? Yeah, we- she put out a record for that uh, that oh, movie yeah. that she was directing. That movie was, uh, that's been a real PR nightmare for her. Oh, yeah. The one called Music, and it's about an autistic girl. And uh, so many people within the autistic community were like highly offended by things yeah. they saw in the movie. Uh, and then she's been like basically apologizing ever since. And then, Ugh. you know, there was a soundtrack that she wrote and, and sung for it. This is one of those songs called One Plus One. Sounds okay. And then she did that, also just put out a song with David Guetta. And then that was the one where I was like, okay, mm. now we got the dream team back together, right? <laughs> Is that the chandelier dream team? Uh, bl- the titanium. Titanium. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like monster song. This is called Rotating Through Space. It sounds fine, but it doesn't have that same, like, is it because uh, we've moved on from her sound, or is it because it's just not a good enough song? It's not distinct enough. It doesn't break new ground. It's not doing anything to me. It's not grabbing me, you know? Yeah, it's got to make you feel something, right? Like you want to party, or you want to cry, or... I mean, still, one of my favorite songs of all time is a Sia song. You know the song I like from uh, it was uh, it was used in the final uh, scene in the uh, TV series Six Feet Under. It's called Breathe Me, and it's um to me like it was before Sia got like she, it was back in the time when she was still doing interviews with uh, out covering her face or anything like that. This song, man. If I had to pick one to stay with me forever, like any Sia song, this is the song I keep, hands down. It's a chill song. Yeah, I really like her voice in this one. I like when people... She's got kind of the Billie Eilish thing going, even though she did this way before Billie (laughs) Eilish was... Yeah. See, this song still gives me a bit of a shiver when yeah. I hear it because I haven't heard it in a while. Are you getting shivers over there? Getting shivers! <laughs> I actually, um, 
I was brought to tears yesterday listening to a song. Yeah. What? Brought to tears? Yeah. Oh, wait. It's the Phil Collins. No, no, no. (laughs) Is it in the air tonight by Phil Collins? That song makes him cry. (laughs) Only makes him cry if he hears it with the right, like, vibration or whatever. Yeah, 432 hertz. Right. Oh, my God. What song made Bundus cry? I was was just kind of, like, going through just different covers of Wicked Game, Chris Isaac. Oh, Oh, yeah. So good. I, I know you love this song. Um. But I came across this one by a girl named Sophia Bell. Okay. And she sang it so beautifully. And there's this and when she hits the chorus, there's this unbelievable harmony that she does with herself. And it just it like moved it moved me to tears. Like my I felt my eyes welling up. I just oh got all God. this swirl of emotion. And then it kicked into like the grooviest beat after what? I can't find it though I, I'm pulling it up right now okay uh, Sophia it, Bell how do you spell it S-O-P-H-I-A and B-E-L um, and I'm not seeing it on Spotify it's on no Apple. I got it oh, here you got it there yeah this is it here let's see here this made you cry it, like it teared me up like you There's so many cool versions of this song out there, too. It's such a masterpiece, this yeah. song. Ooh, yeah! The way that's harmonized with all the reverb and the distorted piano, and then yeah. it kicks into this drum beat after that hit me out of nowhere. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Had you had a crushed a couple of uh, cold ones? W- whiskeys in there? <laughs> I was just cruising in the sunshine oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Tears streaming down yeah. your face. Yeah, the drums come in here. It's, it's crazy. Actually, I think this will be the second version of Wicked Game I have. Yeah, the drum is surprising that she switched gears like that. I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. It gives it like an upbeat, somber feel. I don't know. There's something about this song, though. I, I honestly think it's one of the greatest songs written of all time. Mm. But it's particularly the key that it's in. There's something about the note progression of a B to an A to an E that creates this like longing, somber feel. It's my favorite key to be in any song. I, I love this song so now, much. Now, what do you so think? You think did you did you dive down a Sophia Bell rabbit hole after this? I could play you the most listened to song here. It's not it's not that one, by the way. No. Let's just see if like she's got that vibe going through. This is called You're Not Real, You're Just a Ghost. You know what this sounds like. The sisters. Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah, thank you. Yeah, I like how she layers her voice like that. You're not real, you're just a ghost. 
So were you walking down the street with tears running down your face? No, he's driving. Oh, he's driving. Oh, you were driving. I wasn't like bawling. It was just like I was driving, and and it was like the way the sun was like shining and the breeze in my hair. It's just like when she hit that note, it's just like a rush of like memories and emotion kind of hit me, and my eyes started to tear up. I was like, wow, and I had to kind of like do a deep breath and like, what is that I'm feeling right there, you know? I was walking down the street the other day, and um, I was listening to something, and it was just, I, I, I was, the sun was out, I was smiling, I felt good, and someone approached me and said, you, I had to take my earphone out, and they said, you uh, look happy. I'm like, yeah, I am happy, you know, I'm going to get my daughter from school, listening to some music, and he said to me, what, did your husband give you a bunch of money today? Oh, God. What a uh, dick thing I to say. <laughs> he just fucking crushed me in that instant. <laughs> he just fucking crushed me. Uh, and uh, I remember going to pick up my daughter after that, and just, like, my vibe was, he just ruined Ruin me. your vibe. He just, like, he decided, I'm going to ruin this person's That's vibe. That's funny. You know, by the way, this song's called Time. This is another Sophia Bell song. Th- this one I like a little bit better. It's yeah. got more of that groove. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of the story of uh, that our uh, friend Andrea, who we both worked with, um, told me one day. She was walking downtown, and uh, someone said to her, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact quote, but it'd be like, you'd look a lot harder, or you'd look a lot hotter if you were smiling, or if you smiled a bit. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, first of all, she's not there to look hot, and, yeah. you know, for your yeah. enjoyment. enjoyment. Yeah, the stuff yeah. people say. I can't believe someone would say that to you. That oh, did you? Was it like an old man? It was an older gentleman. Yeah, but he wasn't that old. Still, I mean, it's, it's inappropriate old. no matter how old you are. But I could maybe understand it coming from like a eighty-five-year-old man going, "Oh, did you? Yeah, no. Money? I would say he's like middle-aged, oh. like fifty maybe. Jeez, <laughs> that's not appropriate ever. Yeah, but still, I, I, I leaned in a worse. bit, and I, after I leaned in, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have leaned in, but I wanted to lean in because I shouldn't have leaned in because it's COVID times, right? Yeah. But I wanted to make my point clear. I kind of got up in his. face. And I said, I make my own money. Thank you very much. Oh, you did, eh? Yeah. Oh. I said, I make my own money. And then I smiled at him and walked away. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. But it didn't make me feel better. You should have said, fuck you, (laughs) dick. Yeah. What? I honestly didn't know in that moment if he was trying to upset me or if he was if that's just how he feels like if he was just literally if he's ignorant and was just asking that question did your husband give you a lot of money is that why you're smiling i don't know was that just a really shitty pickup line for him trying to find out if If i'm married married? to see if he could then proceed to hit on you oh i'm single i don't have a husband Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know not a good way to do it (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, you know, normally we open and close the podcast with the same song, but not today. Oh, my God. Because really, I was just playing that Zane song to get into that story, and I don't need to hear it again. That's how little I care about it. And apparently the Academy of uh, the Grammy Awards aren't going to care either now that they've been told to go fuck themselves. Burning bridges. But I know what song I'm listening to on, though. Drive home from the podcast. Try not to cry, bro. I think I'll be okay. (laughs) But I'll have some Kleenex nearby just in case. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Talk to you soon.